to the Train Your Mind podcast. I'm Vanessa Forrester, and I teach athletes how to up-level their performance without buying that next fancy bike, training more, or even racing more. Your next breakthrough performance is closer than you think. Are you ready to train your mind like you train your body? Stick around, and I'll teach you how. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Monday and another episode of the podcast. I feel like a month has passed in the last week. This is just me. (laughs) Between getting ready for race week, having a little bit of a taper scare, I'll tell you about in a second, and launching the podcast community, it has been a week. So more on the podcast community at the end of the episode. If you're not in there yet, I will give you all of the details. But we have arrived. We have arrived. It is officially Ironman Tulsa Race Week, my friends. And let me tell you a little story about what happened in the last week. I want to share this because I think it's important to show that it's not always all rainbows and butterflies. So especially, you know, in Ironman buildup, there's so much that can happen. Any race, it doesn't matter what it is. Just like on race day, things don't go perfectly. And oftentimes in the lead up, it also doesn't go perfectly. So last week I had a bike session that I do pretty much every week, sometimes multiple times a week. Um, And it didn't really go really well. (laughs) My heart rate, it's an aerobic session. It's not a super hard session, Uh, but my heart rate was really high. And my effort was also really high, like higher than it should have been, higher than it normally is to hit these like aerobic watts. So I had to adjust the power. And I did that a little bit later in the session, probably than I would now thinking back. But I adjust the power because my body was trying to tell me something. And I feel like I have a really good body awareness to know when I need to shut down a session like that especially when I'm this close to a race, because the last thing I want to do is push through and put myself in a hole. But of course, my brain was like, what is happening right now? (laughs) And part of the process of building mental endurance is handling sessions like this during and after. So that happened last Tuesday. And that day, I actually found it pretty easy not to expend a lot of emotional energy on it. I let my coach know what happened. And she wanted me to sleep in the next day and monitor how I felt. So I did exactly that. And the next day I had the option to do a short, easy ride to see how my body felt, which I did. And I felt normal. So then on Thursday morning, two days later, I had the same session that I attempted on Tuesday. And she gave it to me again because I'm really familiar with it. And I know how it feels when I'm 100%. And I got started feeling okay. But then in my first set of intervals, mind you, they're like aerobic intervals. My heart rate was high again. It wasn't as high as Tuesday, but it was still higher than normal. So I shut it down this time faster than last time. And interestingly, this is the part that matters. That session was way harder for me emotionally than Tuesday, right? The Thursday session was way harder than Tuesday because I had the thought I should be back to hundred percent now. I just want to be back. And then I started playing out the worst case scenario of how these like down days would affect my race. And my brain went into overdrive. And if you've ever been injured or sick or just like had a little taper moment like me, you know what this feels like. 
My brain was on one. My thoughts and my emotions were erratic and all over the place. And I was sad and mad and frustrated. I found it so hard to focus. My brain was going in like a million directions. And it was important that I calmed my brain down because what I didn't want was to feel that way all the way into race week. I knew for sure that that wouldn't be useful. So I did what I suggest that you do when you're in a similar or related, relatable heightened emotional state. Write. Put pen to paper and write down everything that comes to mind. Get it out of your head and on paper. I'll tell you what, it is cathartic. It really, really is. Immediately after, I felt better. I felt so much calmer. There's so much beauty in seeing your thoughts on paper and getting to distinguish the difference between what's fact, like what's really happening, and the drama our brains add to the mix. There was so much drama for me. Understandably, right? Like this is not me judging myself. This is just me sharing it with you. I'm close to a big race. I wasn't surprised about the drama, but I didn't want the the drama to run the show. There's a difference there, right? So writing it out actually gave me something to work with. I could see where my worry was coming from and choose what I wanted to do about it and what I wanted to focus on. So for me, after that session and recognizing all of this, I decided I'm going to take a COVID test. I'm going to rule that out. (laughs) And then I also set up a call with my coach to get her opinion on everything. And I wrote down questions about what I wanted to ask her. And then I reminded myself that this is not the time to get fitter. It's the time to stay as healthy as possible. If I really want to look out for my race, then I will keep myself feeling calm and hopeful because I always make more, make better decisions from that place. If I'm worried and frustrated, I tend to eat more sugar personally. And if my immune system is in a weak state, sugar is not the best thing for it. So I got really intentional with what I wanted to think and what I wanted to focus on. And I spent time looking at my training bank and all of the sessions that I've completed in the lead up. I spent time thinking about my race plan that I will write soon. And I spent a lot of time thinking about what I want to feel on race day and at my finish line. And it felt so good to tap back into that. It felt so freeing not to be shackled by my brain catastrophizing the single session or just a few sessions. And instead, think about the possibility of what I want in the future. Really what I've been working so hard for. So I wanted to share that because I think a lot of you can probably relate to some version of experiencing a session like that where your brain just kind of goes wild, but also because it is kind of setting the tone or setting the stage for what I want to talk about on today's episode. It's something that I haven't talked about on its own yet until today, but I've sprinkled the idea And a few past episodes, including last week, I kind of teased it right at the end. We're staying with the emotion theme of last week. And this time it's about how you want to feel at your finish line, your finish line feelings, because there's the goal or the result that you're working to create. And then there's also what you need to believe and how you need to feel to make it happen. And that second part is intertwined with how you want to feel when you achieve your goal. The intentionality that you bring to both 
plays a huge role in whether or not you achieve your goal. So today we're specifically talking about the time you spend on your finish line emotions, on or in, I guess. And let me be clear, I'm talking about how much time do you spend thinking about how you want to feel after your race, before you even step foot on the start line, before you even land in your race location. How much do you think about it in your daily training in the weeks and months before your race? If you're like most athletes, probably not a lot, but I hope that after today that will change because you are missing a very important part of training your mind, which is training your emotional system. Last week on the episode, I talked about racing without a fear of losing. And the key to doing that is by being willing to feel any emotion on race day, anything, the elation of hitting your goal and even the disappointment of not. Instead of racing in fear of not hitting your goal and holding yourself back because of that, you race from a place where you're not scared of any result because the real goal is always, always to put it all on the line. You bet on yourself and you go all in on that bet and you have nothing to lose because you're all in to race your absolute best. So you line up with the goal, but as you're racing, the outcome doesn't have an unhealthy hold on you. Do you see the difference? Today is about how you guide yourself and your brain to be able to do that. I've said this before, but it's important to repeat We don't race for medals or shirts or hats. We race for a feeling. We race to feel something at the finish line. What is that for you? Don't take this question lightly. Feel free to pause the podcast if you'd like to give it some thought. It's really important. What do you want to feel at your finish line? What do you envision? What does it feel like? Feeling accomplished, successful, bold, proud, joy. When you're in the pursuit of your next level, you want to figure out what that is. You want to know what it is you're chasing over those many, many miles. Because whatever it is, it's your key to achieving that next level. Here's why. When you know what it is, you can then create ways to feel it on purpose in training so that when you are racing, feeling that way is not contingent on the race result. You don't need the race result to feel that way. You get to feel that way again when you achieve it and you will have felt it so much along the way that you know it's worth the work, but you're not making the result of the race, your permission slip to be allowed to feel successful or proud or brave or joy. I talk a lot about the brain's safety mechanism, right? The part of your brain that's always feeding you familiar thoughts and emotions to maintain the status quo. That safety mechanism also steps in when you wait for a race result to give you permission to feel the way you want to feel. We think as high achievers, that the result is what makes us feel proud. I cannot tell you how many times I've read race reports that say something like, I just really wanted to put together a race I'm proud of. (laughs) And this is sneaky. This is sneaky. It's a sneaky thought. If you came to me for coaching and said that, my response would be this. Okay, sure. 
But here's my question for you. How often did you consciously and intentionally feel proud in your training before this race? How often did you celebrate what you accomplished in training so that you could feel proud? Because the correct direction is not race result leads to emotion. The correct direction is the emotion leads to the race result. And you got to train how you want to race. How you want to feel at your finish line is your pathway to the result that you want. When your emotions are not held hostage by your results, because that's what we like to do, (laughs) then you open yourself up to race without the fear of losing, which is what I talked about last week. And that's how these two episodes relate to each other. You're not waiting to feel proud or happy or even worthy. You feel that way now. The race cannot complete you. You are complete now. So then you just get to go out there and race for the freaking fun of it. And is there anything more fun than putting it all on the line and just racing your heart out? No, no, there's nothing better than that. Ugh, I'm getting so lit up just talking about this for myself. Mm, I just can't wait to race. As I was preparing for this episode, I actually wrote out again how I will feel at my finish line. And I want to share that with you now. So here's what I wrote. I will feel proud. I will feel proud knowing that I did it. I raced with my heart from start to finish. I will feel powerful. I will feel powerful knowing I created my result, not just with my body, but my brain too. And finally, I will feel inspiring, inspiring. This one has been really important for me lately. I will feel inspiring knowing that others will see the power of the mind through my example. Now, I have felt all of those proud, powerful, and inspiring countless times in my training. I have not only felt them, but I've documented them knowing my brain and my nervous system might forget just like it did my little taper moment last week. So I came back to it multiple times to remind myself what I'm racing for, what it means to me, but also that it's not really the race that makes me feel that way. It's me and my thoughts. And I will intentionally choose those thoughts now to continue to put me in the right headspace for race week and race day. So that is what I want to offer you as a takeaway from this episode. Decide what you want to feel at your finish line, what your finish line emotions are, and then choose the thoughts and take the actions that make you feel that way on purpose in your training. Don't wait. Don't wish to feel that way all day on race day. Create those feelings in training and on race day. Ah, love this. Okay. My podcast friends, I told you in the beginning that I was going to tell you about the community. The Train Your Mind podcast community is officially open. I am so incredibly excited about it and all of the ideas that I have for it. So you can head to the show notes for a direct link inside. And inside you can find podcast debriefs, additional questions to consider on all the podcasts, 
and then additional past mental endurance trainings and workshops. There's a place for you to ask me podcast questions and even a place to ask me for direct coaching and more. And I'm going to be doing additional podcast bonuses inside as well. And for this podcast topic in particular, inside the podcast community, I'm going to be sharing more about how to put this into practice, including a very special mental endurance exercise I did for the first time in this build towards Ironman Tulsa. And I feel kind of nervous right now, but also really excited to share it with you all. So I'll be going live inside the community a few days after this podcast is released. So get inside the community, get those extra tools and resources to help you train your mind further. The link is in the show notes. All right, that's it for today. I will see you inside the community and here on the podcast next week. Hey. It's me again. If you want more juicy tips on how to train your mind, hop on my email list. The link is in the show notes. As soon as you join, I'll send you the 10 triathlon truths your tri coach hasn't told you. And then I'll drop in your inbox weekly with new tips that will change the way you train and race. See you there.